Hello everyone, I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes. I'm your host Vincent. And I'm your host Francis. And uh, let's start vibing everyone. So, Francis, how's your week going, man? How, how, how's it been? This is good. Nice and slow. I did Airsoft for the first time. Oh, dude, yeah. I've never done Airsoft. <laughs> I've never done it. I went yesterday and I got this massive welt on my finger. <laughs> we call it a welt. And my friends were having like a conversation about it on a chat. And uh, I'm going to start calling them nimples now. <laughs> um wait so it, when you play airsoft is it like search and destroy or is it like team deathmatch uh you have a bunch of different uh game modes i guess you'd call them uh yeah so so there's there's ones where you just have one life but they go by really fast uh and in, in like little maps um there's ones where you have uh one that just comes out um, comes to mind is where there's this one guy VIP he starts on one side of the map the other people start on the other side obviously and they're defending while we're trying to get this VIP guy to um, to a location without him being shot pretty much and it's really hard oh <laughs> that's cool I like that yeah. one yeah I like that if you don't know like the map the... it's so hard there's different types but, uh, of maps too yeah it's a huge what? like area it's called Panther, Panther Airsoft. Go check them out if you're ever in uh, BC. Uh, That's but dope. yeah, they got like that. a huge ass area. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy because you feel like you feel like you're in war because it actually hurts if you get hit. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much as like, not as much as paintball, which is nice. Yeah. Mm, mm. All right. So let's let's get into this episode. Um, we're we're talking about uh, free will and fate. Which is kind of the same theme of what it's been for the pre- for the first two episodes, life and like what is life and all that stuff. <laughs> what what the hell is it? Yeah. <laughs> In episode two, we talked about happiness, and for some people, happiness isn't like not everyone will be able to reach true happiness. I think, and you can blame that on multiple things. You can either blame that on yourself or blame that on the universe. And that's kind of ties into what free will and fate is, in my opinion. That's why I, I kind of thought of fate and free will right after we recorded that episode, you know? Mm. Okay. Like, okay. what are your thoughts on that? How it relates to... Like, do you think you... do you think it's fair to blame the universe for someone not being happy? There's a bunch of ways that you can look at it. I think just depending on how your mind is wired at that specific time, you could think that the universe is just like just messing you know, turned with you. against you. Yeah. Yeah, just messing with you. But you could also think that change is a part of life as well. And that even if you're in a low point, it could always change. There's always something that could happen uh, that you can have control over or that maybe you might not have control over that will make you uh, come to a better spot in life. I think I think that's a healthy way of looking at it, maybe. Yeah, no, we we went uh, like really deep on on happiness and depression in the fir- in that second episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go check it out because um, it might be yeah. mentioned quite a few times here in this episode for sure. It's good. It hits home with everybody. Um, everybody's gone through that. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
just for reference for the next whatever episodes, we're not like, <laughs> I'm a business student and he's a civil engineer student. We're not really, um, we don't really know a lot about philosophy. So like for the rest of these episodes, yeah. just so you guys know that we don't really know exactly what we're talking about. We're kind of basing everything off of like what our knowledge and personal stories and experiences, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Take over the grain of salt, people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're making these so that you guys un- better understand, I don't know, um, life so that we can all kind of help each other, you know? Yeah. yeah. We're just trying to have a conversation over here because by talking to somebody else about whatever you're thinking about these important topics, I think even if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, I think it's still mm-hmm. a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that being said, there there is a difference between free will and fate. And on top of that, um, free will and determinism. So fate and determinism, I don't know if you know this, they are two different things. So what determinism is... Um, I best. I think the best way I can explain this is th- this paradox called the ice cream paradox. Okay, and this like kind of a like, test free will and determinism. Um, so you're walking down the street, okay, and you see this ice cream parlor, and it says a hundred different flavors, right? So you walk in there and you're getting excited, right? You want to see all these flavors. You walk through the door, and you, you see all these flavors. Francis, what are you going to choose? What flavor What flavor are you going to try for this day? Oh, my God. Yeah, if it's <laughs> if it's a place that I've never been before, I think I'm just going to go with, like, uh, vanilla. Because I hear, like, it makes sense to, to go, go for something that's pretty common because it just shows you how well they can do it, you know, their own brand of vanilla. And if they can do the basics well, maybe they can do everything else well. You know, that's actually... go there again and again. Yeah, that's a good point. But, okay, so with all these choices, right, there's flavors that you've never, ever seen before. And you're like, wow, okay, but let's try vanilla. Do you you still consider that free will? Like, you had all these choices. But would you consider that free will? Free will? Like, you had all these choices in front of you. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. I mean, that knowledge that I just that I just said, like, um, that you, you got to choose the common stuff to kind of gauge their excellence. I think if I didn't know that, then I would have been totally up to the wind. Like, I, I'd flip a hundred, <laughs> hundred coin die. What, what do I say? <laughs> I'd flip a hundred side die, hundred yeah. side die, and then use that. And that'd probably be the best thing that I'd come up with. Yeah, yeah, but I, I feel know. like that itself isn't really free will either because you're not really choosing. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Even though you chose vanilla, would you consider that free will? Like, you had all these choices, but you still ended up choosing vanilla. Would you call that free will? Yes or no? What do you think? I'm under that umbrella that it's 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 really just up to how you were raised and, like, your genetics <laughs> and maybe your situation, like, what, what kind of place you were born into that determines everything. But... So in that sense, I guess not, I guess not free will. But like, oh, I guess, I guess, okay. So there's this book I'm reading. It's called Why We Think, The Things We Think. And it does, what you just said is mentioned in there, um, in one of the chapters called Free Will, Is There Free Will? And there's this philosopher that said, um, free will does not exist for everyone. It only exists for those that believe in it. So if you don't believe in free will, then free will doesn't exist. So that kind of... That kind oh. of agrees with what you said, right? Like, 
it, whoa yeah that's yeah maybe. that itself maybe. is pretty good um yeah but what this paradox is text testing people is technically the reason why you chose vanilla was a predetermined decision okay because you didn't go in there and just randomly chose something which that it's in itself wouldn't be free will anyways but you chose vanilla because you had a pre you had knowledge that if any ice cream parlor can do the basic then you would probably go back right mm-hmm. so that was kind of a predetermined decision before you decided on vanilla i think so yeah, yeah. so that's like what determinism is saying is that when you're faced with a with a decision, th- now this is like a really basic answer and basic definition of it, um, from what I remember in class. When you're faced with a decision, it doesn't matter what the ch- other choices are, because there are factors that made you choose the choice you're going to make, right? So that's like the whole vanilla choice oh. thing. Oh, so like all the flavors, whatever the flavors are, don't really matter. It's all you, the decision that you make all comes from you. Mm-hmm yeah yeah and like and like all the factors that came beforehand like like what you said uh, yes yes yes. yeah okay yeah, yeah so yeah. now we're not but in this episode we're not talking about free will and determinism we're talking about fate and so it's the same situation um if you're going into the ice cream parlor fate now again this is a very basic simplified definition of it when you're faced with a decision, it doesn't matter what choice you make because no matter what, you'll end up on the path that was planned for you anyways. So there's that's the two differences between fate and determinism. Okay, so that's clear. Okay, so determinism. Determinism is when the factors uh, leading up to a decision happened already and fate yeah. is when everything else is planned out in front of you. So it's, it's either like... A, there's an event, and then determinism is stuff before that, leading up to that event, and then uh, fate is that event and everything afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, good. okay, okay, okay. Good, okay. good. We're, we're there, we're there. So now now we got determinism out of the way. Okay, we're not talking about that. Okay, we're talking about fate and free will. So, now that being said, Francis, do you believe in fate or free will? Damn. <laughs> I think it, it just comes down to what helps you the most. Yeah, that was kind of a fast answer. I feel like I feel like that's true though. Like, uh, if you were to believe in fate, mm-hmm. I think given you know that kind of uh, structure in your mind, I feel like nothing could really touch you because despite anything that happens that's bad, you'll still believe that there's like a good side of the future. There's there's a good there's a good there's light somewhere in your future and so anything in the present that's terrible bad like whatever it won't touch you whereas if you decided uh, if if you decided that your structure is kind of more free will oriented you'd feel like um you'd feel like everything is an obstacle almost because it's there to decide or to use your own abilities and your own whatever to try and get over i feel like and that would kind of shift your shift your mind a little bit i don't know so that's just my thinking i feel like it it just comes down to what would be more helpful at the time oh so like it you would be reliant on fate or free will at a certain situation then 
Yeah. If there's something that I have no idea what the hell is going to happen, and one is like, you know, the best thing that can happen to me, or one is like the shittiest thing that can happen to me, I feel like, and and I'd still have to go forward no matter what, I'd feel like, you know, it's fate. Fate's, fate's what's going to get me through this. Because <laughs> whatever happens, even if it's bad, I think way further down the line, maybe there's going to be some like silver lining. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess me personally, I kind of believe that too. Um, the way I see it is... Um, your whole life is like a bunch of chapters, okay? And each chapter has its own title, right? Um, so my belief is that free will and fate coexist with each other. And that, let's say that fate led me, to, fate made me go to King's University, okay? But the way free will works is that all the choices and everything that that came in that chapter of going to university didn't matter. Like, I'd... No matter what I did, I would always, like, there's always these choices I can go through that would either make it difficult or easier, but I would end up in Kings eventually. Uh, okay, wait, explain that one more time. Like, so, like, you... oh, man, I don't know. If I had a diagram in front of me and I could show you, it would make a lot more sense. But, um... Okay. But imagine... Try to explain the diagram. I have a piece of paper and a pencil okay, in front okay. of me. Okay, okay. If you have a piece of paper and a that. pencil in front of you right now... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. okay, so draw draw a circle. Okay, maybe like an oval, but like wider on the sides. Not on the top and bottom, but okay. on the sides. And okay, okay. Um, put a point on that one side of the oval and on the opposite side of the, point, uh, of the oval. Put two points there. Okay. Okay, so that point A is fate and point b is fate and like those are like chapters in your life now if you draw like lines point a is fate and point they're both fate fate? they're like they're both fate like they're both like chapters that you will end up going to in your life right okay Okay. now draw like random just draw lines from point a to point b and you can like branch off those lines and go different directions with those lines as long as those lines end up on b Okay. 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 So what I'm trying to say is that free will is everything inside that oval, and fate is the points that all that that leads you to that to that um. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. That's how I see free will and fate. Like all the things in between, like it's up to you. You can do whatever you want, but fate has this weird thing that will take you to this point at all, like always, no matter what. Okay. Okay. I like that. That diagram helped, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> it made more sense. Yeah, it did. It did a lot. It did a lot. <laughs> so what... Interesting. Okay, so what determines what point... What that second point is then? Well, I... Is it just... That's just fate. That's just yeah, the story, like, right? Yeah, it's, so like if you were to draw another oval beside that, like that connects point B to point C, it'd be like that. Like let's say um, point A was my birth. Point B would be... Um, something happened, like I, we moved to Vancouver, right? No matter what happens, no matter what happens in that, in that circle, in that oval, we would always end up in Vancouver. But like, maybe it took longer if I took this route, maybe it was faster, or maybe I lost someone doing this route because of something I did or something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) That's cool. So it's like, so it's like you do anything right now in the present. It doesn't really affect what these big points are going to be. Somehow, somehow it's going to be so defined by, I don't know, the universe 
that oh that interesting that's interesting. yeah like yeah so basically basically no matter what decision i make now i will end up there but my decision affects which path so in this case like with your way of thinking do you have any say in what that second point is going to be um n- no not necessarily it'd be more like um how do i get to that point like is it going to be easier for me am i going to end up winning um money in between that or am i going to find a little oh. more life in between that or like find soulmates and not my real soulmate you know like yeah it just makes it just oh, makes it either crazy. easier or harder and you don't know that second point at all throughout no. all of this no i mean you wouldn't you, you wouldn't know of? it at all so like i guess i guess the end story is that fate will always win but free will has some sort of say in it so then it's like the money that maybe you'd get on one path in the free will spaghetti like does that have any say in the next chapter after you go through the point that was after the money beyond that like would that something like that i think it would because then um it would just make let's say um yeah it would just make that part easier that part of your life easier but you would still end up um let's say that i won money right let's say point b was won the lottery but then point c would be losing all that money but there would be some kind of path maybe i lost all that money from drugs or a bad investment or something it just really depends yeah that's kind of cool i like the utility of that as well because like say you had sort of an inkling of what point b would be right like maybe maybe in the back of your head you're thinking that you're always going to go towards that path kind of and maybe it's, say it's a good one maybe throughout anything that happens from a to b what you say is free will you kind of still have hope maybe that the point b would happen because it's a good thing and you like hope for that and that's nice and so in the spaghetti you don't worry too much you can make decisions easier and it'll kind of just flow and this kind of ties into religion i feel like i learned this from religion that god but god gave us free will but he also has a plan for us you know, like we have all these choices to do good, to be a good person, but we'll still end up hitting these points that he set out for us. Yeah, I yeah. never thought too much about this. That's a <laughs> crazy way of thinking about it, dude. <laughs> well, okay, well, yeah. um, since I already mentioned religion, do you think that, how do you think God, because in the Bible it says God has a plan for us, but he also gave us free will. How do you think about that? Like, how does that work for you? Because everyone has a different answer yeah. to this. It, what, what you said about this, uh, this, I'm just going to call it spaghetti from now on. Yeah, sure. What you say about <laughs> this, uh, it's like, it just makes sense. Oh, it's how your mom makes spaghetti. Like she puts the hot dogs in between and it's like, it's like the spaghetti goes yeah, out yeah. and then it goes yeah. back to the hot dog. I'll call it your mom's spaghetti. I'll call it your mom's spaghetti. Oh, Okay, so how religion ties into it. I think since that covers your quote-unquote theory, I guess, it covers both sides of it, that there is still free will and that there's a plan, there's fate that's laid out for you. It makes the most sense to me right now because I've never thought about this. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It gives some It gives some kind of, um, how do I say this, uh, relief that, I mean, no matter what choice you make, you'll still end up following a plan 
but it's up to you to make the right decisions, you know? So there is some, there is still, there is still some pressure that's given to us, but not, not entirely thrown at us. There is something, there is some control in there. Like it's the proof of it is just because there's laws, right? Like we can't be totally trusted, (laughs) I guess, to make our own decisions about things. And there must be like a, there must be like some kind of constraint so that we can exist all together in a proper way. So I guess in that sense, free will isn't totally supported. I, I don't know that there's faith in the sense that there's, there's constraints that people put on other people. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, what about soulmates like love? Do you think that there is like, cause some people fall in love, but as they're in love with, when they're in love with someone else, they still see someone else and they end up falling in love with that other person too. And like, how, how do you see soulmates and fate? How, how do those two things work for you? I'm thinking of fate again as like a, instead just like a utility, a tool to give like whatever, I don't know, this might be like a really pessimistic way of thinking about it, but it's like a tool to really just supercharge whatever attraction or love you have towards somebody because you feel like they're the one for sure, right? And it's just like, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but who can really say? But you say these things to yourself so that it's it's so true in your head that it just is sustainable, right? I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird way of thinking about it. Maybe my yeah. Maybe you can chime in on that. I don't know. That's that's kind of how I think about that. But in the end, it doesn't really it doesn't really help because in the end, if you think that that's the way fate works in terms of romance, then uh, then you think of it as a utility, and it's like it's like. It's like there's a coldness to it, almost like, almost like romance is just numbers to you at that point, which isn't, which isn't, shouldn't be true. Oh, there should be. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah. I, I know there's tons of stories out there of people, not stories, just people being like, "What were the chances of me meeting her here? Like, how, how could that ever happen?" Like, I know the story of this one guy, like my one friend, and he grew up, he grew up in kindergarten all the way to like grade five with this one girl and then she moved to a different state right and Mm -hmm. they never they didn't speak after that because like back then there was no like texting or email you know because i don't there was no snapchat or anything like that right when we were when we were kindergarten in grade five and stuff like that um but then in they went to they ended up going in the same college and they didn't even realize that they went to elementary school together until they they got married. Like, what? And they started talking about how they met. Whoa. They, they started talking about how they met, and, like, it just didn't seem possible that they met. For example, he was talking about, um, um he was driving to work, okay, and he forgot okay. his keys. It, like, he was, no, he forgot his wallet, so he had to go back home, and... I don't know. Anyways, like he ended up at the the mall, and because like his keys um, broke or something like that, because he had to go to a locks or a locksmith or whatever it's called, and he mm-hmm. met her there, and he's like, "What were the chances of me forgetting my keys?" So he met his he met his future wife at 
a locksmith for yeah, key yeah, cutters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he lost his keys and his yeah. wife just ended up t- being his elementary school, I guess, classmate. Yeah. All at the same time. Yeah, and they were like best friends. They were like best friends back then, like in a kindergarten. And oh. I don't know, he just like went off about like how, because we were having this conversation too. He's like, how could you not believe in fate when there's all these things that brought us together somehow like how the chances of him forgetting his keys the chances of her being at the locksmith at the right time you know and he just like kept going on and on about that and i don't know the more he said it the more it made sense to me how how fate can be the the sole purpose for finding the love of your life i can like i can understand that how people believe that you know but okay anything is possible Right. Let's start start off with that kind of axiom, I guess. What if their relationship doesn't work out? What then? Okay. Okay. Because it could happen, right? It could yeah, happen. Exactly. And then what then? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe fate. Maybe fate is like. It's like our teacher, of um, of something. Okay, so. So I I like I like that you bring this up because it it got me thinking about this movie that I watched recently. It's cuz of Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I bring this up because of uh New Girl and we were talking about that show. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. I watched Zoe Deschanel, dude. Oh my goodness, bro. My goodness. My goodness. Just my goodness, I don't know. Okay, sure. So yeah, she so she's in this movie called 500 Days of Summer, right? And it's of this guy who's like head over her heels um head over heels for this for this girl she has kind of a like a cynical view of love where love doesn't really exist like how i was talking about before how it's just a numbers game and stuff and by the end of it they end up breaking up and it totally destroys this guy but in the end she finds the love that she kind of set out set out to prove didn't really exist but she ended up finding him anyways because um because something just worked out so it's kind of it's kind of sad how that happened but what i took from it wasn't that there's a fairy tale uh scenario and that maybe some sometimes people have it and sometimes other people don't and this like struggle between people who think that their relationships are in a fairy tale versus the other party who's like no, this is just a thing that could that could literally end whenever. Um, it's not that. It's not what I got from it. It's that your your inner workings that are like putting energy uh, into your emotions and just like like a over flood of good thoughts, but just giving that so much power, giving that enough power that you think there's nothing else that can stop it. And the that was the problem I think with the dude in that story because he gave a lot of power to the fact that this girl was you know supposed to be like a fairy tale to him whereas she thought uh she thought going into it that she didn't give romance any power at all she just thought that it was something that would something that people just think up right so i'm thinking that maybe it just comes down to how much power like you said in the very beginning if you believe in it that's what'll happen and i feel like that's true because if you give a lot of power to something, then then you can really believe it and kind of kind of forge your forge your own path that way. So I was thinking like 
maybe sometimes in that situation to be for 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 utility's sake for the guy what he should have done was just take things a little less seriously you know what i mean like like learn from the girl a little a little bit and just give that part of him that kind of had a lot of pride towards having a relationship that was perfect and give that less power i feel like for utility's sake that would have been the best deal and then and then yeah which is good what what and what's good is she found out that you know sometimes giving a little bit of power to that uh feeling that romance has that fairy tale aspect to it when she found her you know true soulmate and just giving it a little bit of power so that so that it it's like a little it's like a little bit of motivation a little bit of a little bit of potential there for the relationship to kind of grow and blossom is a good thing it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing yeah yeah okay um i have something to to feed off of that too but before that why don't we take a quick break you know yeah let the messages let the sponsors say what they have to say all right (laughs) okay let's take a quick break all right and we're back um so we were just we were talking about zoe deschanel your future wife i think we can just assume that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and her her movie 500 days of summer okay so i was going to talk about and you're talking about how love and romance had a hold of this guy and I'm watching this TV show called You, and there's two seasons out now. I think there's going to be a third season coming out soon, and it's really, really good. If you haven't watched it, you should check it out. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but um, this guy, his name is Joe in the show, and he he's a sociopath because of love and romance and what it, it took a hold of his life, and it turned him into this this sociopath who like stalks people he basically makes sure that he knows everything about the person before he talks to the person right it's kind of like that and that's kind of like how i'm trying to relate with it like he he doesn't i guess in that way he doesn't believe in fate at all and that it's just free will because he has no he's leaving everything for his control. Like he's stalking the person just so that he knows everything about him. He's not giving any power to fate at all or romance or the fairy tale aspect of it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Is what, from what I'm hearing. So in that sense, I don't know if there could be any sort of, I don't know, quote unquote passion. (laughs) There's like, (laughs) it seems cold. It really does. Like if you leave it up to just straight up facts and that stuff, it's like, it's where's the soul in it, you know? It's weird. Yeah, I don't know, but ah, bro, I'm telling you, if you liked psychological movies and TV shows and all that stuff, I'm telling you, this one is really, really good for that. Cause you can get, you just get in the mind, like you understand how someone can turn into a psych- sociopath. Like he's been messed up by so many people that it just like flipped a switch and that was it for him. Like he had to become a different person that way. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to try and empathize with him and try and figure out uh, what's going through his head, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this sort of leads, not really, but this kind of like reminds me of the of what we talked about in the second episode, this YouTube channel called Pursuit of Wonder, and how he didn't, he let the, a coin make all the decision, all the decisions in his life. So I guess you could kind of say... He left it up to chance, so in a way, fate, I suppose. Um, and 
the problem with that is that he, since he let everything up to fate and by chance, he wasn't happy with his life. There was just no free will in his life. He just, it just everything was based off a flip of a coin. And do you think, do you think um, life, you can, do you think it's fair to make a decision off a flip of a coin? It's when something rides on um, chance too heavily. I feel like you just have to. Because if you have any say in it, and it's like, you know, you could put in your, you can put in whatever you have to say, I guess. And you know that the chances of that having any significant impact on whatever happens down the road, it, it won't have any significant impact. Like, I don't know if you want to put that pressure on yourself is what I'm saying. I'm thinking of the utility of it again, right? Your mental, it's like, it's just going to be destroyed if you have such a big decision to make and have to go through all of the, all of the perfectionist kind of, you know. Oh, so you're saying that that, that in that sense, flipping a coin would be justified to make a decision in your life? Yeah, sort of. Sort of like just kind of the best answer. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to be in your ear and telling you, you know, what to do, especially if it's a decision of that magnitude. I wouldn't say in that case you do the flip of a coin. I, I don't know. Like, it's it's tough. In those, in those big moments, those big decisions, I feel like it is your responsibility to take it upon yourself to make a good decision. But after that, I think maybe leaving it up to fate is the best idea. Because you can't really hold on to something that, something that big. Yeah. Okay. What about this way? What about what about this? Um, let's say I invite you to to go ice skating with me, right? And then, but almost at the same time, um, one of your other friends invited you to watch a movie with them. Okay. And like you don't really know which one you want. It's kind of like, should I do this? Should I do that? Um, I might have more fun doing this, but I'll also miss out on that. Like this movie I really wanted to watch. So, and then you flip a coin to decide it. Do you think in that way, it's fair to flip a coin? <laughs> um, well, how you worded it just put me right back into economics class because, because, <laughs> uh, you know, every decision you have, like one of the big things of economics, I forget what they're called, like the big ideas or the 10 the 10 something, I don't know, but it's, it's that people face trade-offs, right? And whatever the cost of something is what you have to give up to get it, right? So you think of the opportunity cost of both things, and I guess you could put something, you could put a value to them, you could put a number onto it, but it's really, it's pretty subjective. But even if it is, you could still try and figure out a way to do it. Like, for example, um, you know, my teacher was like, Okay, how do you put value on a movie? And the way he told you, I mean, the the way he taught the class to to do it kind of made sense, right? If if you have a movie and you have the ticket already, to find out how bad you want to see it and to find out the value that you put on it like um quantitatively, you get a guy <laughs> with like lots of money to come up to you and ask you, "Okay, uh uh you gotta, you gotta not see this movie just for me, right? You gotta not see this movie, and I'll give you twenty bucks. You say no, I'll give you fifty bucks. You say no, I'll give you like seventy-five hundreds of dollars or whatever. And then whatever number you stop at, that's that's your that's your value. 
and so yeah you know pretty much anything can be put into a a number in that sense and and if you're willing to go through that i'd say that you wouldn't have to put it up to fate and flip a coin okay but if not like <laughs> i mean in a way i feel like we all do this anyways like for example uh what are you going to eat for supper yeah, tonight that's true. That's are true. you going to have pizza or you're just going to have a homemade meal like you have you kind of put a value like there's more nutrition with a homemade meal but i might like pizza a little bit more right so yeah 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 exactly but like let's say let's say you don't think too deeply on the meal like let's say uh you're either going to have the homemade meal or pizza in that in that way would you, it wouldn't be fair to flip a coin that's what you're saying cuz like you could value things that way yeah you get you could assign a value to something and make a really really just hard hard scientific i guess quote unquote decision about it yeah no i agree because in the first episode or the second in the happiness episode we talked about how decision even making a decision um even if it's not perfect it's still good for you like you still made a choice to do that thing and yeah that's true that's yeah. true and um that is so true uh i think that was it i think that was the point i wanted to make actually yeah that was it. talk yeah talking about utility like if this strains your brain to the point where you're just going to shut down, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> just make a decision that's good enough, right? And if that takes just flipping a coin, do that. Like going back to utility, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right way of thinking about everything, but you know, it's just my way of thinking about it. When it comes down to it, if it's going to spend too so much energy that you just shut down, just just go with a coin. Fate's the best thing to do. I guess you. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, cuz like I would I would flip a coin if it really didn't matter. Like for example, if we're playing video games and like should we land here or there? I'd flip a coin, doesn't really matter. I mean, like it's not really life-changing okay, for me. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah. Let's say we were in a tournament, like in a in a video game tournament, and we were like would we yeah. land here or there? It wouldn't make any sense to flip a coin. Like it had to be something for me at least. To flip a coin to make a decision, it'd have to be something that wouldn't affect me or like wouldn't change uh, my value of myself or anything like that. You know? Yeah. It's like if you don't know those things though, if you don't know how to value these things, if you don't know the, and you just try and figure them out right then and there, it's it's kind of that's what I do. I feel like that's one of my biggest problems. Like, I need to have a structure behind the decisions that I make. And sometimes I don't know that structure, especially when it's like something small. So like right then and there, I have to try and think about it for like a minute. And I feel like that takes away from my life. So I feel like I should, <laughs> I should, maybe, maybe that's not healthy. Uh, so I don't know the way, Yeah, I don't know. Other people put value on other things like differently. Like for example, you, someone might put value on something uh, and the way they estimate or calculate it is, will this thing make me happier than the other thing? Or will this thing bring me um, more friends or something like that? For me personally, it would be which one am I going to regret not doing? That's how I see decisions. Like, am I going to regret not um, going here with these guys? Or am I going to regret staying at home and um, chilling with the fam instead? Like, that's kind of how I... 
like see it. And for the most part, if it's a decision like that, I would end up chilling at home with the fam because I don't know, I have such a high value for my family and like all the things that you might miss out with them. And uh, yeah, no, that's how I, I, I see as which one am I not going to, which one am I going to regret more not doing is how I uh, live, make my decisions. I guess that is a pretty universal thing, but we can still go back to the thing you said before of beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Maybe somebody mm. doesn't really like their family that much and they go do Yeah, exactly. Else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. So I guess it's really just about kind of figuring out yourself and what, what kind of would give you more value. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, Francis, to end us off, final answer, okay? You have to pick one or the other. Is there free will or is there fate? Which one? <laughs> I'm just going to be a stubborn ass bitch and say like it 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 depends <laughs> on what helps you the most <laughs> at that okay, point. Okay, yeah. That's true. Yeah, cuz I was going to I was basically yeah. going to say they work hand in hand, but at the end of the day they do, yeah. At the end of the day, I still feel like it'd be fate personally. I think it would be fate. You know. It's tough to come up with like this overarching kind of piece of advice cuz we don't know all the answers obviously, but Maybe that's where I'm just going to start off. Like, you don't know all the answers. So when things get hard, when things get really hard and you don't know if things are going to work out in the future, maybe it's best to not give power to those negative thoughts and just make sure that at times when it's it's like the negative things um, telling you that the future is not going to go so well, uh, maybe maybe the best thing to do is just not give those things so much power and just take yourself a little less seriously in those moments and kind of just let it ride, you know? Because life, life will find a way. Life will find a way. And you will find a way. You, you, you know, you got this. Yeah. I was going to try to add on to that, but I don't know. Because like, that was said beautifully. I think maybe the only, Thanks, the only <laughs> thing, the only small thing I can add to that is um, we all, everyone has their own journey. Okay, so try not to compare yourself to someone else's journey. Just do your own thing, because um, whether you believe it or not, there is kind of a path set out for you. As long as you just try to be the best you and like do the good thing. Um, yeah, just don't compare yourself to other people, because everyone has their own path. So just, I don't think there's a point in that, you know? So, yeah, that's my, that's my message to add on to yours. All right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. It has been chill. We have hit on some vibes. So thanks uh, thanks for joining us on Late Night Chill Vibes. I've been your host, Francis. And I'm Vincent. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for listening. <laughs>